soulful listeners. I hope that this message reaches you in its highest frequency. actually want to speak about the saw a face in it and it made me think about this portrayal of the man in the moon and really how twisted that is and I've never really thought about that before so that was an interesting side note but this time when I saw the face and I can't say I've ever really seen the face in the moon even though many people talk about that I've never really seen it but tonight I saw it but it was absolutely feminine and I just was awed by the fact that for one, I was witnessing the face in the moon, and two, that it was purely feminine. And I was really touched by that. And so I said a quick little prayer and hello to her and went about my motherly duties of dinner cleanup. And then later on, I went back out to gaze and just connect with her a little bit more. And I remembered something that I read earlier this afternoon. There is a beautiful, powerful, empowering and all the right adjectives Facebook group called Awaken the Goddess Within. Shout out to Flora Well, sorry, Flora Ware, and everything that she's putting out there into the world. She has helped me more than she probably knows. I tend to be a bit of a silent observer in that group, but as I actually spoke with a client about today, sometimes that's the best thing that we can do is silently observe and just really lean into that process of I'm going to absorb whatever I need to. I don't always have to be so masculine in my efforts to study and learn and memorize and write, highlight, dog ear the pages, all these things. But instead, it's almost like this process of diffusion. I'm going to sit there and be in alignment with my soul and just absorb what I'm going to absorb. And that's what I've done with Flora Ware's group. So check it out on Facebook, Awaken the Goddess Within. And today, on Friday the 13th, she posted about the significance of the number 13, the feminine energy behind it. And it reminded me of all the times I've read this story and how, like all good stories, it hits you different and more deeply than it every time that you hear it. You know, the first time you might go, oh, that's really cool. And the second time you go, whoa, wow. And the third time you go, holy shit. <laughs> that's what it was like for me today. And so leaning into my mission of empowering women, helping them remember, I add my little bit of tidbit, <laughs> little bit of tidbit into what Flara talked about so beautifully and eloquently and succinctly whereas I tend to be long-winded, in case you haven't noticed. The power of this 13 and the significance behind it. So the moon, as many of you already know, 
is representative of a feminine energy giving it's emotional it's element being water and if you've ever done a moon ceremony of any type you will likely have felt that embrace and that softness and that's why we women love that because that is the feminine within us we most of us women have 13 menses a year and I would actually extend on that and say that even if you aren't actually menstruating, there is a natural cycle in your body. And I've talked about this before on podcasts where you experience different seasons during your menstrual cycle. So whether you are actually bleeding or not, you are still having some type of a cycle. And even if the hormones aren't the biggest factor of that, maybe it's just a energetic or spiritual cycle you are still experiencing some type of cycle or another and it is likely on the same numeric path as a menstrual cycle right 28 days to what 31 days although they're pushing it so that no one ever has to bleed again here and then across the world really but you have on average 13 energetic spiritual menstrual bleeding some type of cycle and so that still comes out to 13 cycles or menses per year so all of this pointing towards this sacred feminine energy in many cultural cultures and still to this day there are a lot of people celebrating the sacredness of the menstrual cycle and again i think we extend and consider all the cycles that people are experiencing regardless of their menstruation. They would go and gather, so we think that there were Native American tribes, it was a red tent, you may have read the book, I haven't quite yet, but it is, it is next in line. <laughs> and it was this very sacred time and it was this very yin time, it was a time of slowing down, it was a time of turning inward, it was a time to be with other women where you would feel embraced and loved and supported and just held, like I said, embraced earlier. And you just could feel that way. And this is very much what we want in winter and along the lines of the period seasons matching up with the seasonal seasons. <laughs> then winter, it's the same thing. Don't we all want those same things in the winter season? So there's your similarity there, bleeding or not. And so the moon holds us in a completely different space than most of us ever experience in our daily, like day-to-day -day activities, you know, going to work, taking care of the kids, cooking the meals, and all these very um, effortful, very opposite of effortless, effortful, exhaustive tasks. And so we're always going with this masculine energy. That's what is portrayed in our social media and our news and just our day-to-day -day lives overall. And so when we turn towards that gentleness of the moon, we experience a very different type of energy. I believe that whether you are in tune to these kind of things or would call yourself such or not i think that we pick up on it and this is why we're meant to sleep it's when we feel safe it's when we feel held and nourished supportive hopefully right things happen that interfere with that but you get my point so the moon has this lovely energy about it 
and feminine, feminine, feminine. If I haven't drilled that into your head, let me mention, by the way, that it is feminine energy. Well, if we think about when a lot of these moon ceremonies and just these beliefs were still held in place and practiced and honored, being one with the moon, connecting with the moon, it was a time when men started and the masculine energy started to feel, feel very threatened. And so, of course, they always had to find a way of just shoving in a different holiday, calling Christmas, Christmas when it was for centuries some form of winter solstice or another, things of that nature. And it was all a way of separating us. And that's a whole other podcast, truly. But the idea is that there was a not even a turn because it had been that way for a long time but there's so much fear in men over women and what they could do that they basically started to make the moon out to be a man or if you're worshiping the moon it was a bad thing the man and the moon and it was threatened and so the 13th friday the 13th coinciding again with cycles and we have 13, well, more than that, but coinciding with the moon cycles, and so 13 became this ostracized number, and it was bad luck. And it was all just a way to discourage women from connecting with the moon, from making that connection between that number 13 and the moon and their cycles and the earth cycles and the cycles of their loved ones. And in that recognition find something greater than what they had to offer at that time, which was all in a book, mostly. No disrespect. So here we are in present day, many of us feeling more awakened than ever, some of us just beginning to awaken, and hopefully we are all seeing this shift, this change, and not that going to a completely matriarchal society would solve things because I personally don't believe it would, but I embrace all opinions. But from what I've thought to myself about it, um, I don't think that that's the right way either. It should be a balance, right? Just like the sun and the moon, just like the seasons, they balance each other out. So we should take note of that lesson from nature and harp on that instead, right? So we're shifting and we're noticing this more and more and I choose to believe that. I choose to believe despite the craziness of 2020 and flowing into 2021 and steamrolling 2021, that overall we are changing everything. We are recognizing a cycle and we are recognizing our opportunity to exit that cycle and turn towards something else. And so one very beautiful way that we can do that is not by fighting, but rather being peaceful. There may come a time when we do have to fight, and I understand that and accept that, and I know a lot of people feel that way. But first, we can at least do everything we can to find that connection, to be the, be the bigger, better person, the more patient person, to just understand that we are all on a journey and we're all doing the best that we know how to do in that moment and some of us have remembered and learned more and therefore grown and some of us are still finding 
our way or maybe not even aware that we've lost our way. And either way, it's okay. But I choose to believe that we are shifting. And so connecting with the moon is one really simple and yet powerful, I believe, I feel, way to kind of shift things, to encourage things towards a balancing, towards rising the feminine, restoring the divine masculine, healing that wounded masculine. And so why not co-conspire with something so beautiful? So here's some thoughts on ways of doing just that. And I feel as though these are very easy steps and just kind of make sense. And that's really my point, is not to overthink it, because I love to overthink. But when it comes to these kind of things, just being in the moment and letting your heart guide you is what it's all about. The moon, she is not up there waiting to have a conversation with your logical third dimensional, even your fourth dimensional mind. She's trying to open up something much, much deeper. And if you're hung up on, oh, did I say the right thing? And do I have the right crystal on? Did I light the right candle? And all these things. Not that those can't be super beneficial and awesome in ceremony and ritual, but it's less about that. She will communicate better with you if you are coming from a place of complete um, disregard for the logical, really, really complete disregard for the logical and just be in the moment so if you can get outside go stand under the moon and it doesn't matter what phase it's in sure certain phases are better for things than others but it's like do you want to be told thank you only for certain things that you do or for is it nice to be thanked for all the things that you do right the moon is the same connecting with her is connecting with her and once we think about that we see how we're very similar in that way all need that connection we all enjoy you know if we live with someone our loved ones we want them to say hello to us every day right not just every now and then and I'm not saying go out and speak to the moon every night I understand that that may not be possible or maybe that's exactly what you already do
more natural cycles. Until next time, my friend, be blessed.